Hey friends, this is Perry from PS Way of Orders. For those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that a few weeks back, Shannon and I joined Lynn and JP over at Mr. Radical for a crossover episode where we covered the disappearance of military spouse Kelly Krebs Abad. Last week, JP was unable to record with Lynn for some personal reasons, so she asked us to come onto her podcast while he's away. We had a really great time with Lynn discussing our favorite theories of some of the most popular mysteries out there. So please give us a listen here. And if you love the podcast, please also follow and subscribe to Miss Theoretical wherever you listen to podcasts. Please enjoy the special episode, and we will be back next Wednesday with season three, episode one of PS Way of Orders. Thanks. Oh, I hope I'm using the correct microphone. It's too late to change it. How do I sound? Do I sound crystal clear? Yeah. You sound like Perry. That's terrible. I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I like your voice. It's very comforting to me. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Welcome to Miss Theoretical. We here at Miss Theoretical take a theoretical approach to solving mysteries, even though we haven't solved anything. And P.S. We have orders. What do you guys do? A lot of speculation. So we're right. We're (laughs) in the right place. I love it. That's all you need. (laughs) Basically the same thing. There's like less murder. Not no murder, but less murder. (laughs) A lot less. Who knows? Murder's never at zero is what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, they, so Perry and Shannon from PS We Have Orders, who if you've listened to us for a while, you've heard them before, or we've mentioned them several times in throughout life and they're joining me for it's actually just theories so here we are. there is I'm no jp once again today he will be back soon he is alive he is well <laughs> we just said murder is never zero yeah that sounded really <laughs> i did just mean him so, so as <laughs> you of did? like 20 minutes ago he is alive <laughs> okay well jp if you listen to this we miss you very much and uh we can't he wait to hear your probably sultry voice once more <laughs> and all the oranges you can oh, orange i did eat an apple there you uh, go i guess in uh what's the word i want in of him <laughs> in in like in memory, honor. but he's not in dead. Honor. In honor, in honor. Him, <laughs> in memory. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a chicken nugget, not nugget. I had a chicken tendy for breakfast. <laughs> one chicken nugget. <laughs> one, one cheeky, <laughs> one cheeky tender. Diet. Was it at least <laughs> a dino nuggy? <laughs> I grabbed it from Family Mart on my way to go drop off food, food to my friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just one. Just one. Did you <laughs> drop off the rest of the nuggets to your friend? No, I made them big CD. Oh, we just okay. had a baby. Oh that's my nice. Okay, but yeah. I wanted something before we started recording, so I wasn't like hangry by the end. Yep, I agree. If you hear yelling, hold on, my cats are fighting. Hey, get Maka, get out of here! You're starting shit. <laughs> Sorry, I had to break up my girls. <laughs> You're fine. That's usually Sorry. what the dog, like JP's dogs, do. That so it's an honor they fought for Betsy and Gertie. Perfect. Oh, clearly. Let's not let's not start again because they like to pick. I don't know why that. I think this is the first time Perry's had to witness that. That was adorable, though. I did love it. Well, I can't hear piece. them though. I don't think it's being yeah. picked up. Good. That's good. She was squeaking. 
Good. Perfect. Squeaking. <laughs> All righty. So for my first mystery, which I chose approximately 15 minutes ago, is <laughs> the disappearance of Agatha Christie. Ooh. Um, we all know who Agatha Christie is because she's very famous. Murder on the Orient Express. That's the a, other uh, ones. The other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I do know them and I can't think of what they are saying. <laughs> isn't it like murder in a library? Like, isn't that one of them? Uh, let me. Mousetrap. Mouse with a wrench in the observatory. The world's longest running play, Mousetrap. We all know Miss. Mousetrap. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then there were none. Mm. That's all she wrote. Nope, yeah. that's something yeah. else. <laughs> that's, that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> Where did the disappearance part go? So, in 1926, in August, um, she was going through a stressful time because her husband asked for a divorce. Which yes. is in the twenties, which is I don't know. The roaring twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, the people yeah. so in- didn't really divorce back then. Uh, Normally, really. just a partner dies. And this is in England. Where? Oh, actually, I have no idea what the divorce rates are for England. Truthfully. Not a clue. I was abolished assume- slavery before us, so like maybe divorce was cool there before us. You know, so a lot of liberation. But they're very run with the church. Mm. so who knows not the catholic church they're famously protestant right and it's the catholics that don't divorce right yeah but there's other ones that don't divorce i don't know i have no idea anyway whatever it's a (laughs) no-no it's a big no (laughs) um because he fell in love with somebody else because he's a dirty dirty man so i don't know Maybe some people just fall out of love. I don't know. I'm not going to judge him. I think divorce is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. On December 3rd, they had a huge argument um, because he wanted to spend his weekend with friends. Also, I'm getting all this information off Wikipedia, so great. (laughs) 10 out of 10 source. I love it. Mm -hmm. So it's about as trustworthy as Reddit. Maybe a little. Nope. I put them in the same depends. category. I feel like it depends either or. Yeah. I was like, Listen, Reddit I was pretty good sometimes. <laughs> if I wasn't allowed to use them as sources all throughout college, undergrad and grad, then and then it's it's not that trustworthy, but it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Enough for this podcast, right? Yep. Perfect. Um, so late that evening, Agatha completely disappeared from her home, which was in Sunningdale. I don't know where that is. Um, The following morning, her car was discovered at Newlands Corner. It was parked above a chalk quarry with an expired driving license and clothes inside. Was she in the car? No, no. Just the clothes. Her clothes. Just her clothes and her driver's license were found in the car. Um, It became really, really big, obviously, because she's like one of the world's renowned female authors of like all time they offered a hundred pound reward there was more than a thousand police officers sorry i've obviously read that for the first time and (laughs) fifteen thousand volunteers several wow 
They wrote aeroplanes because they're English. Um, <laughs> aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. And Sir Arthur Conan Doyle gave a spirit medium one of Agatha's gloves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> if it works. I mean, he. I don't think they're like is. dogs, but that works. Really random. <laughs> They could be. That was the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what came to my mind. I was like, I'm like, I don't think they're like set sniffing dogs, but I mean, do you? They might be set phase. My face is like beet red. <laughs> this, this is gonna be really fun episode, guys. <laughs> My abs hurt. <sighs> well, I was I was gonna say two fun facts about Sir Arthur Conan Doyle really fast, just because I'll never get to say them anywhere. Okay, it's- yeah, tell the world. One, he hated Sherlock Holmes so much, and it's the last thing he wanted to be remembered for, and it's the only thing <laughs> he's remembered. For. <laughs> if, and I, he I've never heard something kill- so petty before. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. Because he tried to kill him and people yes. rioted and that's yes. why the Reichenbach Falls part is he came back. <laughs> that's why. I love that. I love how petty that is. He hated right. so much. He was also on, and I wish I could, I'm going to have to look up the name. He was on, I want to look it up first. I don't want to say it wrong. I want to say it's a cricket team. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I think, I think I know this fact. It's with J.M. Barry. Yep, an amateur cricket team called the Alakberries. Alakberries. And wasn't it like a bunch of famous people on that team? It's J.M. Barry who wrote Peter Pan. Uh-huh. Rudyard Kipling who wrote, um, what's it called? Uh, the Jungle Book. Okay. H.G. Wells. I'm, he's famous, but I don't know what he wrote. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Um I think those are the main super the main famous ones. ones. Um, the best part about that is they were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the waitress at the pub that they would go to after a game. Seriously. Like, that's actually the dream. The yeah. conversations must have been amazing, even though the cricket oh, yeah. was like really bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's my favorite can't thing. can't be good at everything. Time. I'm so happy I got to Sorry. speak that in. <laughs> so Arthur Conan Doyle brought a hat for the medium to sniff out. The gloves. Yep. yep. For, to sniff her out. To find Miss Agatha. Uh, um, her disappearance was on the front page of the New York Times, which is in America. <laughs> yes. She was not found for 10 days. So on December 14th, she was located at the Swan Hydropathic Hotel in Harrogate, Yorkshire, which is 184 miles north from her home, which is where she disappeared. Um, Please tell me how far that was from the car. I don't – it doesn't get it together. And she's never said what happened to her. Two doctors diagnosed her with suffering from an an unquestionable genuine loss of memory or Hmm. What's the word? Amnesia. Amnesia. Thank you. I was like, anesthesia? 
No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe she was given that, so that's why she doesn't remember anything. Maybe. Um, yeah, so no one, literally no one knows why. Or she doesn't even she know, went. it sounds like. She doesn't know herself. Um, yeah. Christy's biographer, Christy, I don't like calling her that, Agatha's biographer, um, Laura Thompson, like, suggested that she disappeared during a nervous breakdown. So she was, was like, she aware of her actions. Well, she was going through a divorce, which was huge at the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, it, like, slandered her name in the public eye, even though she was, okay. like, trying to still write and whatever. Mm. Um, some people think it was a publicity stunt. And the right. last sentence is, or an attempt to frame her husband for murder. Which, why would she come back? That needs to be a link. <laughs> it's yes. not a link. I want it to be a link. <laughs> <laughs> it could definitely be a publicity stunt. Because, like, mm-hmm. if she felt like her fame was going to be destroyed after her divorce or whatever, yeah. you know, maybe she did this to, like, be like, oh, the mystery writer disappeared. It's a mystery. And then she would stay, like, the victim and, like, interesting. Or maybe she went on a bender. Um, I was actually thinking a bender, too. A nice, out of opium house or whatever. Yeah, I mean they were very big. I would say yeah, drugs are pretty big back then. It wasn't like a like how it is now. This was the twenties. Yeah, and in London, that's opium is the is the thing. Yeah, she was just getting high with Sherlock Holmes. Clearly, yeah. (laughs) Statement. I don't know why that just made me laugh. I mean, he was he was on straight coke. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think it was. I think it was opium too. I think it was opium too. So, or heroin. I don't know. All of no. Uh, to make yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you use opium, but I don't know like when that happened. That transition. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have my my drug history textbook up right now. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> You're good. I know it was in cough syrup. <laughs> oh yeah, or laudanum or whatever it's called. You got spirits in your blood. Go do cocaine about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. that era, man. Uh, Different era. No. no, my theory is uh, she just went on a bender. That is my theory. A nice ten day bender. She learned a lot about the world is she definitely could have memory loss for sure yeah i mean yeah i mean if like shameless showed us anything which is a show obviously not like real or anything but like frank gallagher from shameless how many times did he go on benders and go missing right and then come and wake up somewhere like in what mexico one season like canada Canada and he hated it yes (laughs) (laughs) so mad i don't know that's just like what i think of like if someone goes on a bender and just like poofs and then yeah. magically reappears like i think of frank gallagher from shameless like, <laughs> randomly waking think, up somewhere because alcohol was also super huge in the 20s yeah, and it like, was not as regulated as like, it is now yeah right. like i think if she was going through this really stressful time maybe having a nervous breakdown and then drank a bunch alcohol is a depressant so it's gonna make her yeah. worse so right. I could totally and she could have wandered, but I just I would be shocked if someone didn't notice her wandering around drunk. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. She's like, a pretty if you're famous person at like a bar, and yeah. you're missing, and you're like the most famous female author at that time. Yeah, it does seem unlikely that no one. It seems a little write. sus that no one would right. have at least seen her drunk, passed out in the corner of a bar. I agree. I want to know what this framed. Try to if she tried to frame her husband. I feel like I recall that theory. 
Like, I guess that could be a possibility. Maybe in hopes that, like, it would catch enough traction quick enough for him to immediately be arrested. But I feel like, yet again, back then, they wouldn't just be like, you murdered her. Day two of her missing. We're throwing you in jail. I just don't think that was the normal course of action. What if he, like, locked her in the basement, though? And, like... But then wouldn't she remember being tossed in a basement and locked in? Not if she had a brain injury. Or not if she lied because... he told her like if you talk i will kill you and she was like that doesn't sound fun she could also have just disassociated like it could whatever happened to her could have been so traumatic Mm -hmm. because why was she at the hospital not that she was in the hospital i think she like wandered up to it but because it's a familiar land landmark yeah maybe i don't know or somebody kidnapped it's 184 miles from her home it's not like it's down the street no that's like really like See, like, that's where I kind of go back towards the bender idea. Mm-hmm. That she was just on a really wicked bender and just, like, kind of neambered, like, neambered her way through the town and out the town. And, yeah, she might be the most, one of the most famous female authors of the time. But, like, if she's drunk enough and goes through enough rural areas, no one's going to know who she is. Hold on. Okay. You're not misbehaving. I'm sorry. Yeah. My, grem- my gremlin's being, good. being sassy. Yeah, you're fine. Today. No worries. Okay, you're it also said her mother died in April, like before she disappeared. So that yeah. could have been yeah. a trigger. That does mess up people. That does mess up a lot of people's death. She also had a seven-year-old daughter. Hmm. But I don't think anything bad happened there. I want to know the murder part. Or we could be real nerdy for a second and say it was a wasp alien, like in Doctor Who. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> I blame David Tennant. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) If David Tennant wants to take me away for 10 days, there is nothing about me that's going to say no to that. I'm pretty sure it's also a Donna Noble episode, which if anyone knows Perry, they are the same person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is, she's not my favorite companion, but again, I don't think. Me either, but I like like her, so. (laughs) I never got into Doctor Who. It's on my oh. list of things to watch. It's, it can be hard to get into. It's but. the the graphics are real hard to get through. <laughs> That's okay. But like yeah. the I've character, really bad the character, animes. and like the relationship parts of it are like yeah. Of- you have to suspend your disbelief a lot. Um. Yeah. I guess that's it. I don't really have yeah. any like breakdown of theories. I think she either disassociated or went on a bender and just. Or was kidnapped by her husband and threatened. Maybe. I don't know anything about this man. I'm sorry, Mr. Christie. This is all alleged. Uh, Alleged. His name was Christie. You don't think his last name was Christie? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Hey, Google. No, it is. What was Agatha Christie's husband's name? The husbands of Agatha Christie were Max Mullallen and Archibald Christie. Archibald Christie. Yeah, we're talking about Archibald. Archibald that only reminds me of Veggie Tales. Now I'm imagining asparagus <laughs> kidnapping a British. Singing songs with Larry. <laughs> Wasn't Veggie Tales was religious? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why I didn't watch it growing up. That's also, like ninety-nine percent of them are not vegetables; they're like all fruit. So 
That's fun. I never yeah. watched it. I just remember seeing posters of it up and around if the church. If you haven't seen it yet, it's too late. It doesn't hold yeah, up. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's no, okay. Not at all. Maybe <laughs> I don't think many things song. do anymore. It's okay. <laughs> a lot of things from our childhood doesn't hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that. Right. On to you guys. Let's do um, let's do the Black Dahlia because it happened yes. only like twenty years later. Yeah. Okay. The Black Dahlia. I mean, it's known as like what one of the biggest like murder mysteries in the united states because it happened in la yes well i want to just give a a quick history and then you can kind of jump in but mostly uh because it has some strange parallels to somebody on this podcast so (laughs) elizabeth smart uh she was a very sickly child uh i had a bad relationship with her father um that doesn't I mean, that's besides the point. But she was living in Boston. Okay. Until <laughs> so relatable. 19, what, like 46 or something like that. And then from Boston, she moved to L.A. Um, also, she's a Leo. And Lynn also moved from Boston to L.A. when she was 22, just like Elizabeth Smart did. And Lynn is also a Leo. I technically so- moved from Old Orchard Beach, Maine. <laughs> Oob, if but you didn't will. you say Elizabeth Smart? We went to she lived in and like she lived well, in Portland at one point. Lived in Portland, which is very yeah. close to Old Orchard. Yeah, and then I know you didn't go to school in Boston. It was uh, yeah it was, Franklin. Yeah, it was like thirty minutes out. Yeah, see, it's fine. We're rounding up. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, I did know she was a Leo okay. though. Yes, but she's a July Leo. You're an August Leo. So. Uh, at 22 years old, on January 15th, 1947, she was found outside in a park. Um, yeah, very and, public area. Yeah, it was a very public area. And one of the reasons this got so much publicity is because she's white. Just kidding. Yes. But but because <laughs> she true, was though. severed yeah. in half, which we don't love, um, her nipples were cut off. That always makes me, like, itchy. It's very Ted Bundy. I'm going to say, keep in mind, one nipple was cut off, but the right breast was completely removed. Oh, the right breast was completely removed. He bit off nipples. Okay. I think it's just so rude. (laughs) Slice. She had what's called the Glasgow smile, which is when they cut from cheek to cheek. And she also had a rose tattoo on her leg that was sliced off and um used as a tampon uh and so that is very tragic and very bad and a lot of people mistook her for like a, a mannequin mannequin because she was at such strange angles um also pretty much all of her blood had been drained from her body as yeah, well the, the placement i don't mean to inter- i don't no, mean to jump good. in um, I like I said I I was listening to a podcast about this prior yeah. to this to re re remember the mm-hmm. details. The reason why it was such an interesting placement is because the body was put there. Remind you, the body was not um got, uh, cut up and murdered there. It was brought there to that location. And one thing that was um the reason why the lady who initially saw her thought she was a mannequin is because the way she was placed she was cut clearly in half where the body was separated enough that she thought it was a mannequin who just got tossed out the window and her legs were placed open and her arms were placed above her head like almost like a mannequin would look yeah and like like you were saying the the cut on her face was from ear to ear looking like a fake smile she had the chunk from her leg missing uh right breast removed it was very gruesome 
discovery mm-hmm. and like like the lady said that saw her initially like walked by her did a double take like isn't that a mannequin and then realized that's not a mannequin that's a human cut in half yeah Sorry. that is awful um some people's kids some people's kids so the reason she's known as the black dahlia is um mostly a publicity thing they credit that either to the la times or i believe it's the herald um there was also a movie that was very popular at the time called the blue dahlia so they kind of think that they use that some people tried to say the black dahlia was her nickname but that's not really ever been proven um so that's actually gonna lead me in to my first theory because there was the woman her name was agnes wilson and she was one of the first and at least one of the most popular female journalists at the time and she covered a lot of the really big murders one of the most prominent being elizabeth smart and some people say that she was the one that brought the black dahlia like flower and like gave her the name and everything Mm. mostly just to boost her own popularity Mm. so it's kind of one of those things that we love to empower women but like also that's not empowering (laughs) that's not empowering for nobody especially the poor lady who died right so i'm almost wondering if we want to do wild accusations maybe agnes (laughs) alleged 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 this is all alleged it's mystical this is theoretical everything's everything's alleged yeah maybe she set it up so she could get the best story and then that then launched her career so she was able to have interviews with all these other people she even interviewed amelia Earhart. Who also went missing is all I'm saying. Ooh, so. that's that's some stuff. stuff. It's a lot there of the are theories that Amelia Sorry. lived on an island. I love that for her. I have I heard like that. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Shannon, did you want to talk about the person that was that did it? Theory, that did it. <laughs> Alleged. <laughs> yeah, Mr. So Hodel. Did you want to talk about him? Okay, so. There's a really interesting podcast that I just started listening to. I don't know how new it is. I just found it. It is, let me look really quick so I say it correctly. It is, oh, come on. The Root of Evil. And it is by, or it's about the Hodel family that has the attachment to the Black Dahlia case. Mm -hmm. So it was George Hodel Jr. Junior is it? He's a junior. I saw on Wikipedia that the junior is the one that was con- that was uh, investigated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the son actually is investigating the father. Okay. Who is the one who's being looked at for the murder of the Black Dahlia case, or mm-hmm. the person who killed killed her? Yeah, Miss Mark. And is he is also suspected of killing his secretary, right? I did not get that far when I was starting to listen to I it. Think, but I wouldn't right. be surprised because, like, the if like this is yet again just a theory mm-hmm. that if he was the one who killed Smart or the Black Dahlia, that is a wicked way to do with it. Like to do that, like that was extremely thought out. That was extremely planned. That was very like it was very particular cuts in a very particular way. The body was placed in a very particular way. Like. I just feel like out of all of the other true crime things we've all have heard over the years, mm-hmm. if that was his first kill, no way it would have been that clean. And it would have gone 
so many years right without any form of who did it there's so much mystery around it. it's known as one of the biggest mysteries of the united states because of that very reason mm-hmm. and one thing that was interesting when the body was found was i guess there was bags of i think manure like um mm-hmm. fertilizer and um cement that apparently was wet with blood and water that were being used to transport the body there for the location to be placed. What? Yeah, and apparently these bags were like 50 pound bags. So this guy had been like pretty tanky yeah. to be able to carry parts of a body plus 50 pound plus bags of these things. Wasn't there a theory that he was doing um, abortions? Yeah, that he was doing botched abortions because the yeah. rulings of abortions yeah. apparently hasn't changed too much over the years. <laughs> on some states sorry, do, do, sorry. Do. <laughs> yeah sorry not sorry it's true yeah, definitely I'm... <laughs> we don't lie on this podcast <laughs> don't, don't lie <laughs> um so one thing that i was reading up on on wikipedia is that there was the idea that you know if it wasn't hodel it could have been the cleveland torso killer that, or, I always have thought that. Or the, the Cleveland torso murderer, sorry. He was also known as the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. So that was in 1935 to 1938. He was Which never caught. Yeah. So, I mean, this would have been, a. It, they ended like nine years before her murder. But what's to say this person was in Cleveland, it got too hot, he left, went to California, yeah couldn't help himself because she also was an actress so yeah. you know maybe he She's saw very her beautiful and decided but what's also interesting is with the cleveland torso killer he didn't really seem to have a type he would do it to both male and female um but like we were talking with you know the breast removed and where the tattoo was found he would castrate a lot of his male victims which to me that kind of it would make sense because relation because one of the details that they did talk about with the placement of the body and how she was cut up and all that was -hmm. that she did have cutting in the area looking almost like a hysterectomy Mm -hmm. which would go along if he if the torso killer was doing something very similar to that like that to me kind of sounds like it overlaps at least enough where it could be at least a, a decent theory yeah The only reason that I do doubt this is most of his victims were beheaded. Yeah, no, her head wasn't beheaded. One of the one of the things that did not happen. She was not beheaded. Yeah. So So I actually want to show you guys something because I never realized this before. Hang on. Yes. Where is Cher? Can you see it? My screen? Oh, oh. So I used to live in this apartment right here. Okay. By Whitley Ave. Mm-hmm. Her last known apartment was right here. <laughs> That's pretty close. I used to- you don't see any parallels here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the murder, the John, what is it called? The John Slaughter House or the John? I don't know what you're talking about. John, the the mansion, Soden, the mansion that Hodel lived in. The weird Aztec yeah. creepy one. Oh, I didn't get that far. <gasps> so that it's it's like right down the street from where JP used to live. But it's oh also, come on, let's go. Thank you. Wow. This is, <laughs> LA is very overpopulated if you look at the map. 
it is eight minutes from my house in my old apartment. Wow. <laughs> like oh on a long straight shot. Straight. It's just yep. a straight shot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, wow. There's a lot of parallels here, is all I'm saying. If you could not get murdered too yeah don't get murdered i feel like you have fronds which will help deter i also am a hermit and never leave my house but i also (laughs) wanted to tell you guys so if if anyone ever visits la there is the death museum which Mm -hmm. i'm 99.9 percent sure they have for people with strong stomachs the crime scene photos uh, yeah, from the Black Dahlia on display. I've heard some people go in there and go, I couldn't handle it. Um, yeah, and some people love it. So I know, and I don't think I. I don't know. I would definitely be willing to go check it out. I don't know if it would totally gross me out per se, but like I always find like if the energy feels heavy in a room, that's when I normally have right. issues. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, yeah, like, that's how yeah. I felt when we went to Pompeii um, a couple years ago. Oh yeah, it was very eerie, very creepy. I felt like. I was disturbing somebody. It was very that. That's how I feel at the uh, Holocaust Museum in DC. Mm. It's very like the air is just no one talks. It feels heavy. It's very yeah. Yeah, and that's not even on site of where that happened. It's just they have so much stuff. Um, Right. Well, the uh, Pearl Harbor Memorial also that one too was very heavy, and it's haunted. So yeah, wicked haunted. That one too. but yeah, anyway, sorry. I just thought that was interesting. I was like, that house looks really familiar. I used to live near that street. Oh, it is up the street. Like I used to park in front of that building. So that mm-hmm. was interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, the sure. Snowden house the Soden house is very it's like the theory is is that's where she was killed. Which would make sense because like I said, when she was brought to that location, it was very clear because if she was killed in that manner there's no way there wouldn't be blood everywhere right because right. when they found her she had little to no blood mm-hmm. because if he was she probably doctor, was trained. yeah doesn't make you want to trust your doctors did he it? ever live in cleveland in the 30s i don't know the okay. house is really pretty have you guys looked at pictures i did i just looked at it and it is really pretty weird but pretty he also had three wives, and two of them were named Dorothy. It's probably I mean, a very common name. Yeah. In the 40s? Yeah. I guess so. Dot. I think of all the old ladies named Dot. Dot. Yeah. Dotty. Yeah. Dotty. <laughs> well, I think the case overall is really interesting because of it being such a big mystery of who exactly did it. Because obviously by this point, a lot of the major players are going to be deceased, deceased at this point. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I and like back then, I mean, they didn't have the kind of like DNA evidence and technology and all that stuff. And you know, if these murders were happening elsewhere as one-offs, like okay, there was a bunch in Cleveland, like maybe there was a few in other places, but he was either um, victims nobody cared about, or it was in such a small area that maybe it was never properly reported. There was never, you know, so it could just be. A serial killer that toured around the 1947 tour. And the yeah. park she was found in is not necessarily close to that house. Oh. It's, but they have uh, cars back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if it was him, he had money. So Yeah, I was going to say right. he had money. But it's just so if we're could... looking at like locations, it's down by Crenshaw. So it's um, 
It's not super far, mm. but it's not like around the corner. He couldn't have just carried it. Um, so yeah. any other series other than um, a beloved journalist that I slandered or <laughs> the guy that probably did it? I mean, it just Aliens. seems like there's a lot of... Aliens. You have, I don't know, it's, it's one of those things where it was done so far back that a lot of the evidence now is just, it's going to be hard. It's if, um, I don't, Perry, I don't know if you listened to my newest episode that I did um, with Amanda, but wow. like I was talking about uh, John Mulaney and how like mm -hmm. his old stand up where he's like old timey detectives would just be like, there's a pile of blood and then be like, gross. All right. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. what do you do? I mean, but in the 40s, they definitely had fingerprints. They could definitely make casts of, like, shoe prints. Like, there's definitely yeah. ways, but not a ton right. of ways. Not a ton of ways. It's but if you were really know. rich, you could just, like, have somebody dispose of a body for you. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't actually need to be there by any right. means. Did she have any DNA on her whatsoever? I don't think they tested for DNA back then. Not that I, when I heard about them talking about like how she was found, like it was, it was confirmed that she was definitely had sex, but probably was raped, but there was mm. nothing, no, no talk about being able to collect any form of DNA. I wonder yeah. how did, how, okay, sorry. How did they, is she cremated? Was she buried? Was she, what are, I would, I have no idea what they did. Google granted, knows. that would be granted that would be gone by now. DNA yeah. would be gone, but because I wonder if there's a way familial DNA, which is a full possibility. To it. Oh, and what's yeah. interesting is the coroner's report actually ruled her death as homicide by strangulation. Yeah, um, opposed yeah. to the torso, the Cleveland torso murderers. A lot of them were beheaded alive or sliced oh. in half alive. So that is a pretty big variance. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's the Cleveland torso. Killer. I'm trying. Yeah. You know, what? I know. Like, the only, the only like thing that's in common is the, is cutting the torso. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't she found by kids at the park? Pretty sure. I they think were it was like a mother family. and child. Oh, it was a mother and child. child. That's what it was. Yeah. Do you know there's another woman named Elizabeth Smart that was abducted apparently i know about <laughs> elizabeth short what's up with her she was also murdered i'm pretty sure you can pretty stop sure murdering people yeah come on guys <laughs> no she's Maybe. elizabeth short you keep saying elizabeth smart she's not elizabeth smart oh my god you're elizabeth right. smart Oh, is was no. kidnapped that's what it is i do it all oh, the time and i geez. thought you were right and i was wrong no yep. it's like martin short <laughs> yes well i'm um, really sorry okay smart i didn't mean to tell everybody that you were murdered <laughs> she was Hold kidnapped on. for no. uh i think was she the one that was kidnapped and put in a box oh honey like uh, and lived under their bed i could be wrong oh there's so many gruesome like stories it's of really horrible things kidnapping murders torturing women being abused i'm pretty sure it's her 
The body was scrubbed clean, just yes. in case I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah um, that's what I, I was do not for. know what happened after that, though. Which, like I said earlier, that kind of goes back to my comment of whoever did this, this was not their first time, for sure. Yeah. So they thought to clean it. They thought to do all these things. It is clear that they have a training or... Right. Be, some, some they're either first. a butcher or have some type a of... doctor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't make me feel safe. That's all that's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth no Smart, we're sorry. She's um still alive. So and we hope you're doing really well. So sorry. Hope you're doing fantastic. I'm sorry that the Mormon did that to you. My deepest apologies. He was Mormon, so that's great. Always the Mormons. <sighs> yeah. They do things. Anyways. You live. Lynn, do you well. wanna go into your uh next mystery? My next one? Yeah. Your next one. That was fantastic, guys. Thank you. Yeah. For doing Miss Elizabeth Sorry. Short. <laughs> Elizabeth Short. I, I like confused, short. I confuse the names a lot. So it, you're not alone. I thought you were correct and I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to say it was Short, but I guess it is smart. Whatever. Really, if you say anything with enough conviction, you're going to get away with it. uh, I mean, I believe you, Perry, and I was just listening to. I was. No, me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But I didn't get. I didn't get to the extent of like her name yet. I was just getting into the original of the how the body was found. How did the body look? What. I didn't get to that part. So that's my disclaimer right there. Okay. I mean, that's I what was, I did because I re-listened to a podcast on the Summerton Man because I was like, I just need a refresher. But I picked a podcast that's like 80 minutes long and there's four parts. And I was like, I'm not going to finish this. That, that's where I'm at right but, now. I thought I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get like the first two episodes in. And it's like episode one and a half. And I'm like, they barely touched on this. Yeah. yeah. yeah seriously. Um, I recommend right. though if anyone anyone's interested because they also talk about how – the Sun also wrote a book about this. I think it's the Black Dahlia Avengers or something. Avenged or something. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Apparently, it just, I will. Like, I want to listen to it because you said it was the Hodel family. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Was it called very, again? Very the good. Root of All Evil or the uh, Root of Evil? Root of Evil. I will verify. Root of Evil, and this Perfect. is what it looks like. Oh, okay. Oh, looks like really pretty. It's root. Yeah, it is. It's very pretty. With a little Dahlia in the corner. I love Flower, it. not the body. That just be weird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's on either side. It's really dark. <laughs> All right, last last uh, mystery. Two. We have two more. Two more. Hmm. Dos. My last mystery. I'm trying to choose mysteries. JP doesn't want to hear. Not that he doesn't want to hear me talk about things. But <laughs> <laughs> He's just really over you right now. <laughs> like I try, I'm trying to avoid ones I know that are like he's into or like that are yeah makes ones sense ones that we've mentioned or whatever. Like I was like I won't do John Bonet without him or mm-hmm. oh my god I cannot wait to you guys go into that one. I want to mm-hmm. hear you guys like <laughs> it'll be and I want an episode like this. It'll just be short because it it was the brother anyway. I actually don't. So I was talking to my sister about it and I was like, but I don't know that if I was on a jury, I wouldn't say that beyond reasonable doubt. So I understand why it's. Un- yeah. <laughs> Is this your sister that's significantly older than you that we're talking about? Yes. That JP <laughs> likes to mention. Um, <laughs> I like to talk about your sister. <laughs> Hi, Lynn's sister. If she listens. <laughs> she doesn't. She's lame. Um, my niece and nephew do, though, I think. Pretty sure. Are they old enough? Oh, they are. That's right. Years have passed since they were yeah. born. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
usually what happens. <laughs> the darndest thing. Children age, it's real weird. Yeah, the older one drives now. So No. That's gross. Talking to you, bud, if you are listening. I don't know if you still listen, <laughs> but hi. Okay. So I'm doing the Velisca Axe Murders, which is what one is of that? my favorites. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I mean, I probably have, but I just didn't, re- I don't recognize the name. So I confuse it sometimes with the, I can't how to say the other one. I caught That's myself. Okay. I almost said, I almost said a bad word, a, a bad language word. Um, Hinterkaifeck, <laughs> Hinterkaifeck murders, which is similar. Um, okay. I do confuse it with that. So I, I might still be confusing it in my mind, but we'll find out right now as I read it. Okay. I it's going to be two murders in one. Let's go. <laughs> chose this today also. So, um, sometime around midnight between Sunday, June, I'm reading this directly off of Iowa cold cases, just so we... Ooh, so it happened in Iowa. Now. Yep, to the only eight people that live there. Um, <laughs> no hate to Iowa. <laughs> Whatever. Sometime <laughs> around midnight between Sunday, June 9th and Monday, June 10th, 1912 which is the year the Titanic sank. Sounds good. Say it with enough conviction. That'll yep. be true. Sure. It might be the 14th, 1914. <laughs> a person or persons entered a modest house in Villisca, Iowa, and bludgeoned to death eight people sleeping there, including two adults and six children aged 5 through 12. That's a little rude. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> they didn't even knock. Um, they the didn't, murders- <laughs> didn't even bring them food. Well, if this okay, so I could be confusing it with the other one, but I think he like stuck around for a bit and like smoked and some ate and stuff and yes. ate. So yes. not only did he not bring food, but he ate their food that they had, <laughs> which is even more rude. Um, it's a double rude. I'm pretty sure it's this one. <laughs> so the murders spawned nearly ten years of investigations, repeated grand jury hearings, a spectacular slander suit, slander suit, and murder trial. And uh, other minor litigations and trials. It made and broke political careers. Oh. And um, there you go. Thank you, person who wrote this. Appreciate all your hard work that I'm stealing. Uh, On Sunday. So I know it was like the parents. They're four children and then there were two girls that were not theirs they were like sleeping over they were like friends Mm -hmm. of one of the girls i want to say all their names because i like doing that it makes them people i mean they are people but it makes them more people yeah Mm -hmm. um so the names the more family was josiah who was 43 sarah um who's Made a name as Montgomery. She was 39. Their four children were Herman, who was 11. Mary Catherine mm-hmm. was 10. Arthur Boyd was 7. And Paul Vernon was 5. And then they had two friends, um, Ina May and Lena Gertrude Stillinger. They were 8 and 12, spending the night. Oh. Imagine being the parents that got that phone call. I don't. I think it was a letter. <laughs> I was going to say it. I don't. I think it was a phone. Good point. We don't know you, though. Just yeah. imagine that, though. No, like, you yeah, let your kid course. to go play at a friend's house, stay at night, yeah. and you get that and knock on the door going, oh, so about you would not believe this. Ever. Is this the one where 
the person was in the house for a while and like took care of the farm animals and stuff. That see, that's I don't want to say yes. I'm gonna read on because if I, I say okay, yes well, and okay. I'm wrong, it's the other. It's the the one that with the harder name. But yeah, okay, because they're very okay. similar. They're very very similar. Except I think that one happened in like Norway or something. Um, so at seven a.m. the next. Well, let me hang on. Do 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 do. So they were I also. All, oh. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go for it. I, I was just going to make a comment when Perry was like, is this the one where they took care of farm animals? I'm like, I don't know why I thought she was going to go, is this the guy who like watered their plants or something? <laughs> That's well, basically the same thing. Watered yeah. their pets. Yeah. Watered water yeah. my pets. Water the cats. <laughs> don't water Sorry, Link. Carry on. No, no you're good. You're totally fine. Um, so at 7 a.m. on June 10th, Mary, the... Uh, Peckham, who was their neighbor, became concerned mm-hmm. because she noticed that the family had not come out to do their morning chores. Mm. She knocked on their door. No one answered. She tried to open it, discovered it was locked, and she let their chickens out, which is very nice of her. And very she nice. called the dad's brother, Ross. She and called him on a telephone. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Called. She communicated. Okay. What were there? Phones in 1912. Telephone. It was still a baby. Very few houses had their own. So maybe they used. They might have had one then. Yeah. But they're like a small town farmhouse. So I kind of doubt it if they're still new. About the time Elizabeth Short was murdered, phones were a household object. But not so much in the 20s. Wait, when does this yeah. take place? This is 1912. So 1912. I don't think they would have had. I don't think they would have had one. I think they would have used the telegram. Mm. Little AT and T. Yep. Anyway, so not physically call. I'm assuming if they did, it was the one where you hold one here and talk yes. on the wall thing, and, and talk you have to wall. talk to that lady that connects you. Yep, that's <laughs> the operator. Yes. Operator. Thank you. Operator. Um, so the brother came. He also received no response at the door. So he um, he knocked and shouted. He unlocked the front door with his copy of the key. Um, and while the neighbor waited on the porch, he went into the parlor and opened the guest bedroom door where he found Ina and Lena's bodies on the bed. He told the neighbor to call Henry Hank Horton, who was the Name. primary peace officer. Oh, Hank okay. is in quotes. Yeah. So I'm sure he was just called Hank. Um, yeah. He arrived shortly after. His search of the house revealed that the entire family and the two Stillinger girls had been bludgeoned to death. The murder weapon was an axe that belonged to the dad and was found in the guest room where the Stillinger sisters were found. Hmm. They concluded that the murders had taken place between midnight and five. It is this one. Two spent cigarettes in the attic suggested that the killer or killers patiently waited in the attic until the family and the guests were asleep. Oh. Um, They began in the master bedroom where Josiah and Sarah were sleeping. Josiah received more blows from the axe than any other victim. His face had been cut to such an extent that his eyes were missing. Sorry. (laughs) That's just so sad. It's horrible. Um, they then used the blade on Josiah while using the, wait, what? They used the blade on the dad, but they only used the blunt end on the rest. Mm. So there was like a specific hate for the dad. 
Um, I don't know. I'd maybe say the other way around because like blunt, blunt force trauma is kind of like, I don't know. Well, but, but he would be the only threat in the entire house, though. True. If it's true. women and all children under 11, you only need to take a little bit of effort. But the dad, I mean, he had a farm. So let's say he's a big, beefy dude. Like, he's going to take the most to go down. True. So you got to get him while he's sleeping. Yeah, but also, crazy. he returned to their bedroom after he killed everyone else and hit the, the adults more. Mm-hmm. He just... And even though they probably were already passed at that time, or if not, like yep. slowly going. Oh, yep. It's like an illegitimate son. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, there's a there's a uh, Criminal Minds episode like that. I think. <laughs> of course, there is. Of course, sure there's it. many uh, Law and Order. Yeah, CSI. I'm sure oh. there's one of everything. Um, the he also knocked over a shoe that had filled with blood before moving downstairs to the guest what? bedroom and killing um, the his two boot sisters. or a random. I don't boot. know. It, it just says knocking just over says a boot? shoe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, investigators <laughs> believe that all victims except for Lena Stillinger Stillinger had been asleep. Um, they thought that she was awake and tried to fight back. And then cause she was found lying crosswise on the bed. Mm. And had a defensive wound on her arm and her, uh, her nightgown was pushed up to her waist mm. and she was wearing no underwear, leading law enforcement she? to speculate that she oh. was molested or attempted to be yeah. molested. She was 12. Like oh. 12. Good for her that she had that spirit to at least fight back. Yeah. We do like that. She was 12. Like. Breaks my heart. Yuck. That sucks. Like, imagine that fear of everyone. Yeah. You know, I just like that's where like I always think of like when I hear about these cases. I'm like, imagine like if she was probably the last one mm-hmm. that she didn't think to hide. She didn't think to run. She thought to like, I'm gonna fight. And it's like, yeah, bless your heart. You do. I feel like you were going against a losing battle at that point, child. But you know what? But she you, still did it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. she still had the fire to fight, considering that like. You look at the psychological theory of fight or flight. She chose to fight, and good for her twelve-year-old yeah. picking well, a fight. Also, probably woke up because he probably killed her sister. Yeah, was next to and her, she heard it. Yeah, woke up. It's not like she was. I'm guessing it's not like she was waiting, or if she was, I don't know. I don't know. That's really. I can't imagine being any age and dealing with that. Yeah, I don't think I would handle that well personally. Just nope. knowing me. I don't think I'd play that cool. I just, like um, I said, I just think of the, I just think it's a really interesting concept that she try to fight when yeah. most people try to play dead, try to hide or try to run. Mm-hmm. That's like, yep. that's just where my mind went. Like that's, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. Cause I feel like I probably would have tried to like bolt out of there. If, I, if it wasn't like, if he wasn't already in the room, like, I'm sorry, my brain just goes in different directions with <laughs> stuff like this. But that's, but that's everyone's different. Cause that's everyone's yeah. fight or flight response. Yeah. Hers was not flight. So Yeah. Good on her. Mine yeah. is stay frozen. Like, like I would be good in a T Rex situation, <laughs> <laughs> but don't more like a moose. Me. <laughs> like a moose, maybe a bear. No bears, you supposed to get big. But like a T Rex, I'd be fine because I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> an axe murderer. Neither. Yeah. I have prime dinner. <laughs> me. Uh, anyway, so there's a ton of different, not a ton. There's like a handful of different um, people that were suspected. Okay. There was Andrew Sawyer who they like 
because like I said, this took 10 years of investigations, them trying to find stuff. So they thought that any transient or like unaccounted for stranger that was in town or around was a suspect. And Andrew Sawyer was one of them and he was interrogated, but he was never charged. Okay. All it says about him. Interesting. And then my favorite type of, of theory is one that involves a reverend. So, oh, yeah. Reverend George Kelly, he was an English born traveling minister in town on the night of the murders. He was noted to be peculiar hmm. um, because he I love supposedly. That. That's a choice. Yeah, <laughs> he supposedly suffered a mental breakdown as a kid. So maybe he was just, maybe he was autistic. Maybe. Neurodivergent. Yeah, people did not care back then. back then. Yeah. They are barely starting to care now. So yeah, that's... there's no way they did in 1912. That was no, they just think you're weird. Lobotomy time. So, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. If I that, wonder if he had a breakdown yeah. at 12, if he did have a lobotomy that led to just brain damage forever, that could definitely yeah. lead to this. De- yeah, depending because it scrambles the whole frontal lobe. Mm hmm. If it's not bothering. I think about that from time to time. Like my dad had a traumatic brain injury, and I'm like, if one day Mars and I get a call that he murdered the whole family, you know? <laughs> Which Lynn knows my dad does not seem he like something never, he would no, do. He's like the sweetest person. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say from what you've told me, I just don't. I he would not be the top not, of my list of family friends and family people. People who brain would get away with it because no one would, no one would suspect him. But. It, we all know to suspect the spouse immediately now. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's true. Of course. I love when I have a case and there's a spouse involved, but it's like certain that it's not them. Because mm. JP is always like, oh, a husband. And I'm like, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a minute. Literally proven that it wasn't him. <laughs> Patience. So you're My saying there's sir. a couple different people that are that were like looked at. So, yeah. so this reverend, um, mm-hmm. because he, I think he's the most interesting, but there, it really could be anybody. Um, as an adult, he was accused of being a peeping Tom and he Ooh. had asked young women and girls to pose nude for him mm-hmm. in on June 8th, 1912, he came to teach, uh, he came to Villisca to teach at the children's day services, which the Moore family attended on June 9th. He left town between 5 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. on June 10th, hours before the bodies were discovered. And they were believed to have been murdered. When did I say? At between 5 a.m. Between noon and yeah. five. Between noon. Between, between midnight, midnight and five. five. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's super interesting. He also confessed in court, but the jury didn't believe him. What? What? Did they think it was possibly coerced? I mean, maybe. or that he was unstable. You, okay, so if he has like a brain injury, it's very easy yeah. to course a confession. Some okay, I'm not going to say yeah. it's very easy. Let me rephrase. But that. It, it can be linked to to a coerced right. confession. Yeah, if they're just trying to snag it on somebody. Right. And if there's any form of reasonable doubt, a jury in theory should not convict. Should. Exactly. No, that's you're very right. That's why I was saying the whole brother thing. I was like, except I would have re- there's doubt. Like I have doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking at real evidence. I don't know how I feel. Um, In the weeks that followed, he also displayed a fascination with the case and wrote many letters to police. And we all know 
murderers like to get involved. He also wrote letters to the family of the deceased, which is gross. Saying what, Mm -hmm. like, sorry, my bad? I don't know. Yeah, that's weird behavior. Um, But he was also a reverend? Yeah, a traveling minister. Okay, so, I mean, this is just devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you supposedly a man of man of the of what of the cloth, God. yeah, cloth. Sorry, mm-hmm. no, you're good. <laughs> I would, would know this if you watch Veggie Tales. <laughs> you don't need to shame. I watched Veggie Tales when I was little, and I don't, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Leave me alone in my sorry, non-religious raising, okay? Sorry, I forgot to raise you. <laughs> but it's. One thing that crossed my mind is that if you think about a devil's advocate, he's supposed to be a man of God. He's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, people are supposed to yeah. go to him for confessions. He's supposed to be able to comfort people in a time of um, disaster, you would think. So, I mean, if you look at a devil's advocate, oh, it would yeah. make sense that he's telling the family members, like, hey, man, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. You know, like, that's what yeah. I'm seeing. I don't know why he'd try to get involved with the cops, because that's just kind of silly. But, right. like, I would understand if he's reaching out to the family members. Yeah, or maybe right. he was trying to help the cops. Like, oh, I do know of this, but we all know, though, like, I don't, I don't know. That's just, like, that was just the other side of the coin. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, that's a really good point, because I don't know if you've met pastors, but they very much like to be there for you in your time of need. If it's right. exciting. Yeah. And they I've had very minimal um, contact, but thanks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very no, that's a really good point. I wanted to see if I could find like what he wrote to them i highly doubt they scanned that in somewhere yeah i was gonna say it might not be scanned at the time <laughs> no scanners really at the 19, <laughs> 1912 he's he's if real and not great looking <laughs> oh is he really not what was his name let's look at him george uh wait george? reverend reverend lynn george jacqueline kelly but lynn is lynn? l-y-n mm-hmm. jacqueline <laughs> reverend lynn george jacqueline george. kelly is this like jacqueline or jack l-i-n <laughs> okay thank you <sighs> kelly <laughs> i'm just on one site i don't know if this is a film or what what i'm looking at but who knows i mean he looks like a human he looks like a human the picture, That's I, good the picture i'm looking at it's not great it looks like eddie redmayne honestly yeah not in what i'm looking at <laughs> oh, okay well because uh, chance i <laughs> swear about it his name's wrong um they do have scanned documents just none of them are letters That's- yeah yeah um anyway all his letter writing and his trying to be involved made all the police really suspicious they hired a pi um who wrote back to him asking for details that he might know about the murders. He replied with great detail. But I think, is this the one where like people trudge through the house? Like the neighbors I don't think and so. Stuff? Is that the other the one? The one with the raisin? I think that's the other one. The raisin? <laughs> raisin. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like a, like a, a dried grape. Yeah. <laughs> There's some <laughs> murder house where they had made a cake. And they had dried raisins on top of the cake. And then it was open to tourism. And they just started taking all the raisins off of the cake. Yes. (laughs) So there's only a few raisins left. (laughs) I don't know if this is that. But I I don't think it's this one. No, it does. I'm pretty sure that's real. 
I'm so confused. But it would definitely, I think, be in like the 70s. And it was definitely white people because we're the only people that put raisins in <laughs> anything. Sorry. In <sighs> anything. Damn. You can just Google murder <laughs> house the raisin cake. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to see what happens. I'm getting a lot of recipes, but not a lot of answers. You have a lot of recipes. Yeah, there's like murder house raisin cake. No, but tell me the story. Is there a Pinterest board? Yes, please tell me there's a Pinterest board. (laughs) Anyway, sorry guys. I don't know if it was this one. No, you're good. In 1914, which was two years after, he was arrested for sending obscene material through the mail uh, because he was. This was the Reverend harassing people yes um he went to the a man hospital. the man of god the man of bad god things. i mean typical you said sorry. it not me it- <laughs> <laughs> my sorry is another sorry not sorry mm-hmm. there was a day really quick there was a day lynn and i had like a catch-up moment when we talked about all the pedophiles we knew in church growing up what it's <laughs> really recent it was. It was in the last year. <laughs> I just started Googling, like, to see if they were still in prison. <laughs> they are. What? One of them is. They were all church-related. Yes. Every single one of them. He either was is... a youth pastor or worked at a, a daycare in a church. Like, they were all. Were you know what you are solidifying were... for me right now? If I do decide to have a child, I am not letting my child anywhere near a church. That's what you <laughs> just confirmed to me. You shouldn't. The child should choose for themselves what they want. So they need yeah, to Yeah, and they learn end up like me, being an everything. atheist with dark sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm becoming pagan, so I'm with you. Um, I, I was raised by, by, by a Wiccan lady, you know. Yeah, They're pretty love cool. it. I've been calling Christmas Yule this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I did. Well, like, what are we eating though? on winter solstice? The nice thing is, is you don't actually have to change anything because mm-hmm. it was pagan. They just slapped jesus on it yes because jesus. that's what they the christians do <laughs> they walk in and go this is my room now and their trees <laughs> here's a picture of da vinci's lover uh, but it's jesus <laughs> great <laughs> the cake uh, really to the lawson family murders that took Maybe. place in 19 1970, 18, 20. Are you French? What is the counting? 1929. Oh, okay. Roughly I'm the same raisins time that something happened. Yeah, it was a Christmas cake uh, and they made it and then everybody died. But Charlie, it was yes. the family and I later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We're so anyway, moving on. Murder. Lynn, I'm so moving sorry. on. Take it back. Take so it back. that was Kelly. He was arrested. Arrested. He was arrested. For the murders, he confessed many hours after interrogation. He recanted, and he had two trials, and he was acquitted. So, were they, was the first? I'm guessing a mistrial. I don't know. It just oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know if double jeopardy existed back then. Another theory is Frank F. Jones, Frank Fernando Jones. What a f- fantastic name! He was a resident and an Iowa state senator. Love the twist. Ooh. He worked. Nope. Josiah had worked. So the dad had worked for him. Mm, motive. At his implement store. What is that? Is that like a Sales hardware maybe? store? I guess. Mine, my mind went somewhere else. Um, 1969 <laughs> is when Double Jeopardy became a law. 1969. Uh, okay, that makes sense then. 
So yeah, definitely wasn't around. Uh, so Josiah reportedly took business away from Frank Fernando Jones, including Ooh. a very successful John Deere dealership. And it was rumored that Josiah had an affair with his daughter-in-law, but there's no evidence to support Ooh. that theory. Shame. But he's got motive. The other guy is a pedophile, so he also has motive. But that doesn't explain why he would attack the dad in that way. Unless he was just angry. He was just an angry dude. But that's such a personal way to kill Fight. somebody. Yeah. Especially axe. if it's not the same across everybody else. Yeah. And it, it's just so, it's like particularly hateful in my mind. Um, another one is William Mansfield. He was a senator that Jones hired, supposedly, to murder mm. the Moore family. So it could have been him. There was a similar axe murder in Colorado Springs, two axe murder cases in Kansas. Um, and the cases were similar enough to raise the possibility of having been committed by the same person. And if you're a traveling minister. Mm. Other murders yeah. reported. Yeah, but he, were they after? Because he was arrested. So, oh. Oh, but he wasn't arrested mm-hmm. until 1917, but he was like involved and around. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. This don't one, know. I don't know. I don't have like click links to the pages for it. It just brings me to the towns, which I don't care about. Um, sorry, Kansas. Perry, you live nearish there, don't you? <laughs> really? But I have been through it. Um, oh, but like that, you're in that area. Very the soup air area. The soup air. Yes, I am in soup air area. In the, the tornado tornadoes. area. Yeah. Which none hit them. you. Yes. You good? Yeah. Uh, about 30 minutes north. Oh, my God. That's yeah. very close. He's so close. close. Too looking, at, looking at Kentucky, that's very horrifying. Yes. So, um. Uh oh, there's other murders reported as possibly being linked, and mm. some of those involve the Southern Pacific Railroad axe murders and mm. the axemen of New Orleans, which is one. Yeah, I did hear about that one. Really yeah, like. the jazz guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was the uh, one that said like if they weren't gonna play jazz, jazz music, music so it is kill. him. Yeah. Okay, cool. I feel really That's good the knowing those. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's in uh season. Three of American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah, I right? love American Horror Story. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because yeah. he's like he's uh, Fiona's coming. lover or whatever. Yeah, for like a minute. And, he's like a ghost. and then she gets yeah. over him real quick, like she always does. But he's in love with her, so and then they end up in hell together. What a yeah, great exactly. twist! It's, I love that. Show. <laughs> in like a farmhouse, <laughs> her worst nightmare. Um, Being stuck with somebody, absolutely. <laughs> Mansfield was also the prime suspect of the Kansas City uh, of the Burns Detective Agency of Kansas City and Detective. I don't know what that means. Um, they suggested that he was a cocaine addicted serial killer. I would do so it. That's interesting. Uh, according to contemporary news reports, he believed Mansfield was reported for the acts responsible for the axe murders of his wife, infant child, father-in-law, and mother-in-law in Illinois which was two years after the Velisca murders. The, the, one of the murders in Kansas was four days before the Velisca murders. Interesting. And the murders of Jenny Peterson and Jenny Miller in Aurora, Illinois. 
So he could have been like a little yeah. traveling. Yeah, for sure. All wow. of the murders were committed in precisely the same manner, according to this guy's investigation, indicating mm-hmm. that the same man probably committed them. He stated that he could prove that Mansfield was present in each of the different crime scenes on the mm-hmm. night of the murders. Um, a burning lamp with the a burning lamp with the chimney off was left at the foot of the bed, and a basin in which the murderer washed was found in the kitchen. In each case. The murderer avoided leaving fingerprints by wearing gloves, um, which believed was strong evidence that it was Mansfield who knew his fingerprints were on file at the federal military prison. Ooh, in that is which would make point. sense. Yes. Yeah. This also says that he convinced a grand jury to open an investigation in 1916 and Mansfield was arrested and brought to Montgomery County in Kansas city. Um, but he had an alibi via payroll and <laughs> that he was in Illinois at the time of the Velisca murders. He was released for lack of evidence, later won a lawsuit against this investigator and was awarded $2,225. Hmm. And he believed that the pressure from Jones. Oh, the man, the Senator that supposedly hired him um, oh, okay. resulted not only in his release, but also in the subsequent arrest and trial of Reverend Kelly. Interesting. Interesting. Hello. Yeah. Oh, no, I have a kitty. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi, baby. Come here. Let me love you. It's <laughs> really big over right my cat. <laughs> we'll say, Perry, you um, saw yours. Uh, well, it's not my cat. It's Helly. It's Zoe. I figured cat. it was Helly, but uh, I was you, the you blind. Still have your gremlin demon but i want you to know i did foster kitten named gremlin and the family never changed his name which is very cute oh so it's still happy. gremlin yeah well Hi, Bubba. Name. your face is so cute little old man all right i'm almost done okay there was also a theory that it was henry lee moore who was a suspected uh serial killer not related to the family um he was convicted of the murder of his mother and grandmother several months bef- after the murders in Villisca hmm. with an axe. Um, nice. Before and after the murders, uh, there were very similar axe murders on his mother and grandmother were committed. And all of the cases show striking similarities. Why was everyone choosing axe murder at the same time? Like um, everybody had an axe back then. Yeah, they weren't hard to get. Common. Mm-hmm. Common thing. Very common to find around the house, too. And World War One was ending, had ended. So all the was guns starting? went over there. Yeah. Mm. That is wild speculation, but I love it. <laughs> all of the guns were I'm packaged up and shipped over to the troops. So everyone had to use an axe to murder their families. There you go. Conviction. Now it's fact. Um, Sam Moyer who was Josiah's brother-in-law often threatened to kill him, but his alibi cleared him. And last one is Paul Mueller, who, oh, there's a book in their 2017 book, The Man from the Train. Bill James and his daughter, Rachel McCarthy James, discussed the Velisca murders as part of a much larger series of murders, which they believe were committed by a single serial killer, which I think is totally possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. They concluded the murder was Paul Mueller or Miller, who was an immigrant, possibly from Germany, who was a subject 
of an unsuccessful year-long manhunt as a sole suspect in the 1897 murder of a family in West Brookfield, Massachusetts, who had employed hmm. him as a farmhand. Wow, that's a long way to travel. Interesting. Yeah. James started his research in an attempt to solve the Villisca murders. I'm reading this word for word off Wikipedia, so no one sue me. Uh, and with his daughter found archival newspaper stories detailing dozens of families murdered under similar circumstances across the U.S. So they believed he was guilty of the murders and of a killing spree that lasted over a decade, killing at least 59 people in 14 separate incidents, including Colorado Springs and the one, one of the ones oh. in Kansas. Huh. Wow. The Jameses identify common features to these crimes, many of which are found at the Velisca scene. That would be a killer selected families who live near railroad tracks, mm-hmm. seemingly struck an ambush at about midnight while the victims were asleep, used the mm-hmm. blunt side of an axe rather than the blade. That's big, I think. That's a choice. Um, I wonder really quick if you yeah. are a farmer or just alive in 1916 wouldn't you need an axe all the time and like hacking somebody mm -hmm. to pieces would dull your axe so if you brought your own axe if it's like a byoa situation (laughs) you would want to keep the integrity of the axe you know what i mean yeah, but you can also resharpen an axe, though. It's not yeah. that hard. He doesn't have like time. He has to murder them by 5 a.m. and then get back to the farm. Like, he's very busy. Busy boy. I guess. I don't know. But if you are a transient, you would... Did, did all the transients carry axes? Would that be very suspicious? Or was it common? I, I feel know. like that would be suspicious. Unless you were, like, a migrant worker kind of a situation. Yeah. Right. Then it wouldn't be, but like a reverend carrying an axe around. And that's what I want to know. Was it their axe? Was the axe? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Was it? It It was an axe. It was, I don't know. An axe. So those are my questions. Um, They're found, sound, found, sound questions. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, so this also says one of the things was used an axe found at the victim's home and then was left in plain sight. So there you go. So why would they care? about it being sharp or not so never mind it's a terrible theory I don't know. yeah it was fun i enjoyed it, it. <laughs> i really thought i, I was like onto your, something i like your byoa <laughs> situation um <laughs> this is byoa everybody just making sure we all know yeah um he also covered the victims with blankets to prevent blood splatter covered windows from inside of the house locked the doors before departure and in his suspected crimes, there was often, but not always, a sexual motive directed toward a pubescent girl. Hate that. Gross, also gross. fits. Because mm-hmm. it was so, the oldest girl. <sighs> this also says there was a blurb in the dust jacket, which is such a weird word, but I know exactly what it means. So yeah. Hardcover. It's the hardcover book, the yeah. sleeve that goes oh, over it. Yeah. I never knew The that. dust jacket, mm-hmm. if you will. The thing that's really well, annoying that I always take, take off. off immediately. Out of, out of yes. everything we are talked about today, fun fact that we, I just learned yeah. about. There you <laughs> the go. one thing I learned today. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate um, that. So, in a blurb, the a professor and crime writer Harold uh, Schechter writes that this book has offered the most probable solution yet for the Velisca axe murders. Now I want to read it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of books I'll hear through like podcasts that are talking about like big things like this, and I'm like, goes to Amazon, adds mm-hmm. to cart, yeah. 
And then when people ask what do you want for Christmas, you're like, this murder book. Oh, I, I, I had to make a whole separate wish list on Amazon of just books I want now. Yeah, I love it. And a oh, lot that's of what I have. True crime. <laughs> yeah, mine are all over the place. Um, Ghost Adventures went there, so that's exciting. Oh, nice. <laughs> of course they did. So that's that's what it is. I think that last one is very. I've never heard that last one. I think that might be it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Sense. Little sus. Who knows? Yeah. And I'm guessing none of this was ever officially solved, was it? No. Nope. We wouldn't be talking about it if it was. <laughs> I'm just double checking. That's all. I, I always think it's really wild because it's like, I forgot. I heard it somewhere that they're saying how like there's so there were so many serial killers and all these crazy murders. And then like in the last like what, 10, 10 20 years, there's so little compared to what it used to be because probably because of technology and people get caught right away. Stopped opening our doors to people. That also, there was a big I don't know if either of you watched this but there was a documentary about Ted Bundy on Amazon and I can't remember the name of it and it's um, from women's point of view Ooh. so like that time which is like serial killers you know golden mm-hmm. era of serial yeah. killers it was the 70s, like the 80s. it's yeah. the 70s women yeah. were living on their own they had yeah. jobs they would go to school they were like yeah. going out on their own out. It's really their first time doing that. Exactly. That's your first generation away from the 50s housewife. So, Mm -hmm. right. And now we've learned not to do those things. Well, I would like to be able to walk down the street in the middle of the day and not be like, not be harassed. I'm like real paranoid and I don't trust anybody. I think everyone's a serial killer until you prove (laughs) otherwise. So, so. I'm really getting there. We used to just be beat and murdered in our homes by our husbands. And now it happens, and then it was now it happens by complete strangers. And it was serial killers, um, and now it's like guys on the internet. You know, it's like, well, well now you also got to worry about sex trafficking, too. You don't just get <sighs> snatched up and dragged off. Ugh. You know, it's happened to me good once, times. but that's a story for another day. All that right. That's interesting. Okay. Thank you. That was <laughs> my last mystery. Cool. <laughs> it is your turn. Please don't let me talk anymore. Okay, no. I won't. And I know <laughs> it is a little long now, so I'm going to try to keep it concise. I do not. I personally do not care. You are okay. welcome to chop this up however you want for your own thing. I will. I'm just posting them pretty right. much how they are. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> so I know we've been hanging out in like the 1920s to the 1940s or the 1910s. Mm-hmm. We're going to take it all the way back to yes. the 1580s right quick. Okay. Uh, I what was we got there going on no. at the time. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of ships. People were super into ships. Cartography was very popular. There was a lot of paintings of animals that was not quite accurate because explorers <laughs> would go and check out the animals and then try to explain a lion to somebody that's never left, left London. Yeah. And then they Sorry, all look wait. really weird. It's a massive cat. Do you watch? There's a TikTok series about like I medieval don't. animal drawings. <laughs> and it's literally like that. Where you're like, <laughs> what is that? And they're like, it's a horse. And you're like, no, it is never. <laughs> <had> <laughs> <large> <laughs> And like a lion's mane and like yeah. a short face. Oh. <laughs> it's fantastic. Right. The, Sorry, this, is, this is like, well, this is right around the time that white people learned that raccoons exist. So it's, there's it's a lot good going on. <laughs> um, Love raccoons. Yes. Cutest. So I don't know if you've heard of it, but England. Uh, it's, it's a, a country. Island. Yes. It's, yeah, it's Where an island that? in Europe. 
they have this like white savior complex where they like to go around and just uh, colonize, but they start colonization with armies for peace. Um, so what <laughs> happened is for it's Jesus, like, it's for not Jesus. for peace. It's for Jesus. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so <clears throat> back in like 1585, 86, there was a group of soldiers that they were like, you know what Native Americans love? White people with guns. So they dropped <laughs> off some soldiers. Okay. And they were doing their thing. And then they were like, let's send some women and children. They'll love it. So then in, ni- in 1587, they pack up some families, roughly 120 between like 110, 150, or call it 120 people. They put them on a ship, right? And the big plan is they're going to swoop by to Roanoke, which is not the Roanoke you think of today. It's a different Roanoke. It's no longer called Roanoke. They can't find it. Moving on. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So they're like, okay, we're just going to swing by and pick up these guys because they've been like hanging out for a while. And then we're going to take you up north where like a lot of people settled I think like Jamestown was like where they were kind of yeah, planning on going, right? Virginia, yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh, this dog. They get there and they go to pick up the troops and the captain's a jerk. And he's like, hey, here's the thing. I'm not going to take you the rest of the way. Just get off the boat now. And I'm going to go back to Europe. And you're just going to hang out here. Uh, I'm going to come back in a year with some more supplies. And they were like, Sounds great. I love being underprepared, not having the right supplies, being dropped into territory where all the the Native American tribes are at war with each other. And we're just going to build a family. Sounds perfect. I love it. It sounds really good. Um, This was the best plan plan. I've ever had. But I don't know if you're familiar with the late 1580s. So Um, familiar. (laughs) Super. But there was another country. It's called Spain. Have you heard of it? Yes. Uh, can they, I guess that there were no telephones at this point? <laughs> there was no telephone. Just ask Siri to double check. <laughs> just making sure. Okay. No, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> but they also were discovering things. We hit oh. North America. They hit like South America, right? Okay. Yep. So Columbus never came here. Continue. Is he Italian? <laughs> no, he's Spanish. Also, they sure? hated him too. I'm... 1000% positive that he's okay. So anyways, so Spain and England, there's an Anglo Spanish war going on that just like kind of erupted. And the thing is, is the ships were busy because they were trying to kill each other with their ships. So what had happened is the people that dropped off in 1587 with the promise that you just have to live one year, we'll be back. So in 1590, they were like, ooh, ooh, I think we forgot. We need to go check on these people. (laughs) So this one guy, I believe um, it was Sir Walter Raleigh affiliate. Um, Okay. They were like, we're going to go and hang and go get them, basically. And the captain of the ship was like, okay. Well, I'll take you there, but you're not, you don't get to stay there for very long. Just see if you can grab them and then we're going to go. And he was like, I right, cool. It took a while for him to get there because there was still like a war going on, but eventually he gets there and he left an entire colony of 120 people. And when he got back, there was literally nothing except the word Croatoan listed, written 
Listed. Yellow pages. It's like <laughs> no phones. Like we got yellow pages into the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Croatoan was an island that they had discussed going to. But when they got to the island, whenever that eventually happened, they weren't able to find them there either. Raleigh later wrote in his writings to, I don't know, important people, the queen, maybe somebody that he thinks that they went 50 miles interland. He used the word interland, which it's inland, isn't it? Historians yeah. today Sounds actually believe it to mean north because the goal was for them to go north to Jamestown. So if right. they were saying 50 miles interland, they mean like into the land they were trying to get to. Okay. Because okay. there was a lot of tribal wars and stuff going on. So it was not a good situation. Got it. So that's pretty much all we know without getting super into it there are two main theories the first is that they were all murdered because they were a bunch of white colonizers in a war of native americans that did not have time for them seems very likely the second they didn't deserve their time either way so exactly the second theory which i would like to believe in because it makes me feel better it's like amelia Earhart on an island okay Yep. There is a tribe called the Lumbee tribe and it's located up in Canada. Okay. This tribe, when they were found much later, they had the ability to read and write in English. Hmm. Their like shelters, like their tents and buildings and and everything had a very European influence. Hmm. They also Hmm. had fair skin comparatively. And some of them had like blue and gray eyes. So they're thinking that it's possible that if they went 50 miles interland or north, they just kept going north until they found some tribe or somebody that they could live. And they end up going all the way up to Canada, which is where yeah. they you know, assimilated, essentially. Right. Um, which is or possible. another big thing that was popular at the time would be kill the men, take the women. And just they kind of trafficked them up there as well. Which is yet again extremely possible. Extremely possible. Um, so yeah, so that is the lost colony of Roanoke. Does anyone else have any, you know, aliens? There's also <laughs> a possibility that they died from disease. I, that's family. what I was thinking too. Well, they're not Natural sure about disaster. that because if they died of disease, you would think there would be a burial ground. You think there'd be crosses. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but they couldn't find anything, including the settlement. Like the settlement was oh, picked up. But here's an idea. I'm going to uh-huh. combine a couple theories here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they did travel north, mm-hmm. died due to famine and disease mm-hmm. along the way? So, yeah. like Oregon Trail, like yeah, 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 exactly. Like I highly doubt Canadian they just trail. did. All right, all right. You know, Joe just died. We're gonna give a second, right. guys. We gotta, we gotta tie him up. Like, do right. No, and it was three years. They could have been dying off slowly at a time, right. or if they did yeah. die, and it was um, the winter. Maybe they couldn't. Uh, can't, the bury ground's them. frozen. The ground's frozen. Yeah. Even how are you gonna bury them? Carolinas and Virginia, it's still frozen. So, you know, animals yeah. could have made off with them too. So. That is a full this... possibility. A coyote or a wolf just like all yep. dragged them off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this says. This is the New York Times, because apparently I can read 
one for free. At wow. This That's rare. One hole for free. Um, I can, I'm not backing out of it till I get everything nope. I can from it. Um, <laughs> there is a new book about the colonizers, which is what I like calling them. And the it's called The Lost Colony of Hatteras Island, Ooh. which was published in June of last year, citing that 10 years of excavations at nearby Hatteras Island aims to put the mystery to bed. The book's author, a researcher from Hatteras, argues that the native people who took who live there took in the English and uh, that they just, you know, blended in with them and yeah. became yeah. part of their whatever. And the historical evidence says that that's where they went. Yeah. Which I don't know where Hatteras Island is. It could be anywhere. Outer Banks of North Carolina. Yeah. Which yeah, would that would make sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's always really interesting because like back then you don't have like, you know, no one's checking in with anybody. Right. Anything could have happened and no one would ever find the trace of them. Yeah. Like yeah. they could have traveled north. They could have traveled south. They could have traveled west for all we know. Right. They could be, you know, down south in the Caribbean. They, I was just saying, they could be Florida for all we know. Yeah. Chilling with the alligators. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I just thought Under- that was interesting. That's one of my favorites is because it's just like literally 120 people just like, bye. Or aliens yep. took them. Definitely aliens. aliens my, my money's on the wolves. Mafia. <laughs> I don't think it was the mafia. Nah, my money's on the wolves. <laughs> yeah. I just wildlife. have to go with JP's go-tos, which is always the mafia and aliens. So I'm going to go with they found really nice people to take them in up and became part of the Lumbee tribe no, and i that's, i am no. part of the i'm pretty sure they probably got they a got, got murdered Slaughtered. real quick or b they slowly organ trailed themselves up north and just died all the way there on the way yep. there yeah, yeah. appalachian trailed themselves it sounds like a perfect term it sounds legit i love it yeah. let's roll with it yeah yeah I just don't think like 100, 100, what, 110 to 120 people just went poofed. So I definitely think it has something to do with the elements because yeah, yeah not much documented. So there's chance. That so they- even if they did like become part of the Lumbee tribe or, mm-hmm. like, yeah, or whatever, it, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't going to be 120. It was probably going to be 50. Yeah. Or I was going to say like probably closer to like the 50 or under. Well, I mean, if you think yeah. about it. Okay, let's say they hung out for a year, 1587 to 1588, when they promised they were coming back. Let's say right. 25% of them died of illness, starvation. Oh, through the winter, that. yeah. You know, through the winter. And then, you know, after 1588, that was still two years. Like, how long do you sit in place right. before you nah. leave and try to because find Because you also better? have to keep in mind, they do not know how to work this land. Yeah. Right. right don't have the tools they're supposed to have mm-hmm. i think if they were were in roanoke and died then it's like okay they would have been a mass grave for sure yeah. if they had waited there but i definitely don't yeah think they waited. i think so. they just traveled i think they tried to travel north to james jamestown and kept on yeah. going yeah it was yeah. like i highly doubt they had a gps that said take yes. left at this tree yeah what if they missed jamestown by like two miles or something <laughs> like ridiculous <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't know. It's a full possibility because they don't have a Jeebus to tell them where to go. Right. Right. They don't have Siri to yell at them, you know? Nope. No map quest no to Google. print out either. Love map also, uh, really quick, Jamestown settlement wasn't actually founded until 1607. 
that's awkward. So clearly they were trying to go somewhere north of Jamestown. Um, Plymouth Plantation. That was way earlier than Jamestown. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. 1620. Way after. (laughs) Oh, after. I thought you said before. I did. I did. Okay. I was like heartily agreeing. I was like, listen, my ancestors (laughs) took part in the first Thanksgiving. So, which no, I'm not proud of it. It's horrible. But I was like, they did not get here and like see it was like way later. Francis Cook, what an asshole. I think I'm (laughs) somehow related to FDR through him. Interesting. Somewhere. I have no idea where where we fall where my family chain falls into. Well, that's mine. Whole bunch, whole bunch of this is what it is. So <laughs> literally the worst of humanity besides Columbus is my family heritage. <laughs> I have one relative that came from Scotland to colonize Nova Scotia. But he left Nova Scotia and went back to Scotland really broke. So, oh, I mean, funny. hey, it happens. Sometimes you win it, sometimes you lose it. Half of my entire heritage is Portuguese, and I don't feel like they ever invaded anybody. So, like, 50% of me is fine. Brazil? Brazil. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they seem fine. <laughs> they seem a huge, yeah. huge crime. The government. I honestly have no idea because, like, I'm. I'm, I think, half white for my mom's side, and then I'm half Puerto Rican for my father's side. So I have no idea. Well, that just means you're Spanish, right? And Puerto Rico was founded by the Spanish. You could be, or you could be Native American, because Native Americans are literally anybody from up to Canada to all the way to America. You should 23 and me that. I know. Sean keeps on telling (laughs) me I really need to. Because yeah. he's like, he's like, I think he's like, I think you're more Spanish than Puerto Rican. And What's I'm like, Sean? Is he just English? But he has such dark hair and dark um, eyes. He's his mom is Mediterranean. Okay, like has Mediterranean blood, and he yeah, and he could definitely be Italian. I want Franz to do one because I'm very curious, and I think I his grandmother was Cuban. He's Haitian, uh, but Haitians I, were yeah. brought over. So brought over from where? France. Nope. The French are the responsible ones oh. <laughs> that brought them over. I mean, like, what countries did his ancestors come from before that? And then his grandmother, yeah. I think, is somewhat Cuban. So he could be Tejano. I don't know. He could be anything. I have no clue. I don't know. It's always interesting when you kind of, like, try to dig back, back, back. back. Yeah. yeah. Tejano is the, I don't think I'm saying it right, but they're the people that Columbus contacted. Oh. They're, like, the okay. first natives that Columbus um, brought and did bad horrible brought disease to and uh also for memory if you or anyone in your family um has any <laughs> no, if you are present during any of these really old mysteries <laughs> that we covered today um or whatever any information you have if you have cases you want me or jp one day to cover or whatever <laughs> just email us at mysterical at gmail.com if you have questions for perry or shannon you can contact them via ps we have orders podcast at gmail.com or you can always hit us up on instagram as well at ps we have orders podcast uh dms are always open for any questions if there's anything even like fun cases that people would like us to cover even on our podcast be more than happy to invite lynn back over to our corner of the world and talk more mysteries as well it's always fun 
I'll try to swear less. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we're going to have to find really fun, like, bleepy noises, like, maybe, like, a clown squeak or something. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy. Hoo-hoo! <laughs> you could find something super clever to, like, cover it. And then anytime someone does, you'd have something saved to, like, cover it. I think yeah, it's genius. But <laughs> you can also follow Mr. Reticle at Mr. Reticle on... <laughs> stupid on instagram facebook twitter tiktok and youtube but like i said in the last episode it's december i'm on break i'm not posting anything on youtube so you can watch the five videos that are up i don't know (laughs) and don't play with strangers don't trust your government (laughs) any last just not trust strangers um and don't get murdered <laughs> with an axe, <laughs> with an axe by the blunt end B- of it. Was it B O Y A? Don't be a Y A. Perfect. <laughs> this was fun. Was, Thanks, guys. That was such fun. a tangent. I feel really bad for your editing, but I was gonna say, girl, you can have fun <laughs> editing the shit out of this.